After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
souls in Jerusalem.
Amazing brand new single entitled Ben Faga here at JM in the AM. Before that, Simcha Liner with Ana Hashem. You heard Eighth Day and Celebrate 
Moshe Shore and Company from the Renaissance CD with a couple of uh, selections. You heard that medley that opens up the album and the Manhattan to Jerusalem set, which is pretty cool. Masach Hashem, it's Mayor Sherman with our Monday morning theme song. And from Regesh, Moda'ani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Monday on this June 22nd, day five in the month of Tammuz. Good morning. Mazal Tov to all the dads and grads out there. <laughs> Are graduations still going on? I believe so, yeah. A member of the Siegel family told me they're attending a graduation today. So, yeah, graduation's still going on. Father's Day yesterday, so happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. And I said we're heading back to school, back to work. There are people who are heading. For some people, school is work today. So, uh, yeah, there are folks still heading to school today, and there are people who head to school all summer long. But, you know, we try to limit the back-to-school references to the actual school year. I guess about another week for that, 73 degrees, 72% humidity, winds are west at 6 miles per hour, sunny with a high of 90. Wow. The high is 90.1 today. Partly cloudy tonight with a low of 73. Tomorrow afternoon thunderstorms with a high temperature of 95 degrees. Woo! Uh, I always like the higher numbers, but I don't know if I meant this high. Uh, Yerushalayim is at 80 and sunny. We're at 73 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. My thanks to everybody who provided amazing programming all through the weekend, including our JM Sunday program that took place uh, yesterday with Matis, another phenomenal addition. And um, to all of our programmers who made sure that fantastic programming would continue all through the weekend, it is much appreciated, to say the least. want to take this opportunity to extend our condolences to the, um, to the Bach and Honline families. Many of you are, uh, I'm sure, aware of the fact that Mr. Sender Bach passed away on Friday... Uh, funeral took place yesterday, and um, our condolences to uh, his wife and children, of course, the extended family from all of us here at JM and the AM. Uh, Sender Bach was the son-in-law of Freddie and uh, Malcolm Honline, and the uh, son of Dr. and Mrs. Bach, and... Um, to both families, of course, and to uh, all friends and relatives, we extend condolences from all of us here at JM and the AM. The family is sitting Shiva in Teaneck, New Jersey, till the end of the week. And again, we extend our uh, condolences from all of us here at JM and the AM. Monday morning broadcast with 73 degrees on this June the 22nd, the 5th of Tammuz. We continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. And I remind you that we have an amazing uh, uh, program uh, all through the day here at jmtheam.org, including the Israel Show. Mayor Weingarten will be uh, analyzing the culture war being fought between Israel's left and right wing. As Israel's ambassador to the United States, Michael Oren was an eyewitness to many of the events that led up to the strained relationship between President Obama and Prime Minister Netanyahu. In his recent Wall Street Journal article, he gives a peek behind the curtain. It is but a prelude to the sparks that will fly with the release of his new book. 
As part of the Israeli music mix, the Israel show will debut Udi Davidi's brand new song in celebration of the state of Israel and the process of Geula. And this is all happening starting at 9 a.m. this morning, right after JM and the AM. If you haven't liked the Facebook page yet, make sure to do so. Facebook.com slash the Israel show. It's Facebook.com slash the Israel show. 22 minutes before 7 o'clock. It's JM and the AM.
From Willig and members of the Willig family with Losira here at JM the AM. Right, Baruch Chayden Al Chomosayich. You heard Yoel Sharabi's Adon Olam Sameach. That's brand new from Ohad, who's going to join us on Wednesday from Israel here at JM the AM. Yaniv Ben Mashiach with Shavua Tov. Perfect selection for a Monday morning. <laughs> And Yosef Chaim with uh, Chatan Vikala here at JM in the AM. 7 o'clock in the morning. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Galit Noam Finals Sal News is coming up next. Reminder that coming up at nine o'clock this morning, right after JM in the AM, it is Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show. He'll discuss the uh, culture war being fought between Israel's left and right. He'll discuss Michael Oren's brand new book and the article that was uh, written in the Wall Street Journal, A Peek Behind the Curtain, uh, in the strained relationship between President Obama and Prime Minister Netanyahu. Plus, an Israeli music mix, Israel Show will debut the Udi Davidi brand new song, which is a celebration of the state of Israel in the process of Geulah, 
It's all happening this morning right after JM and the AM. If you keep it here at jmtheam.org and tune in on the NSN app. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows next. We say Bokir Tov from JM and the AM. בהודו מזהירים מפיגועים נגד תיירים ישראלים, כתבנו עומר קדרון. על פי דיווחים בכלי התקשורת בהודו, כוחות הביטחון ההודים וביניהם המשטרה בניו דלי קיבלו אזהרות מגורמי מודיעין על ניסיונות פגיעה של קבוצות טרור במטיילים ישראלים. כתוצאה מכך החליטו בהודו על הגברת האבטחה באזור השגרירות ובמקומות נוספים. סערת המשט החדש לעזה, חברי הכנסת ג'מאל זחלקה מהרשימה המשותפת ושרון גל מישראל ביתנו התעמתו בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים עם יעל דן. מי שלא הבין שהרשימה הערבית המשותפת היא ספינת טרור, יכול לקבל הוכחה נוספת עד כמה זה מסוכן. חנין זועבי ירדה, מה שנקרא, יבשה לגמרי מהמשט הזה, ורדנס ואחרים רואים את זה, ועושים אותו דבר. אני פעם אפילו הייתי בלרנקה, חיכיתי שבוע, שתבוע השנה ולא הגיע. אני מוכן לצאת עוד פעם, כי אני בעניין הסולידריות עם אחינו ואחיותינו בעזה, זה לא רק זכות, זה גם חובה. שר האנרגיה יובל שטייניץ נועד כעת שוב עם איש העסקים יצחק תשובה כדי לנסות לפתור את המחלוקות על מהגרי הגז, כתבתנו יונה לייבזון. בניסיון להגיע למתווה מוסכם בנושא הגז, לקראת ישיבת הקבינט המדיני-ביטחוני ביום חמישי, נערכת כרגע פגישה נוספת בין יצחק תשובה ושר האנרגיה יובל שטייניץ, בהשתתפות נציגי חברת דלק ונובל אנרג'י והצוות הבין-משרדי. שרפת קוצים גדולה משתוללת כעת בקרבת בתים בשכונת רגום בנהריה. כתבנו קובי מנדל מוסר שהתושבים נקראו להסתגר בבתיהם בשל העשן הכבד, ושלושה צוותי כיבוי מנסים להשתלט על הלהבות. מזג האוויר נאה עם עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות. ולסיום, מכבי תל אביב תפגוש את אלופת מלטה, איברניאס, במוקדמות ליגת האלופות בכדורגל. כתבנו תאו וייס. הצהובים התמודדו מול אלופת מלטה במפגש כפול בסיבוב המוקדמות השני, וזאת תהיה המשוכה הראשונה מבין שלוש בדרך לשלב הבתים של הטורניר. המשחק הראשון יערך ב-14 או 15 ביולי, והגומלין כשבוע לאחר מכן. ואלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
AM. Michal Przanski. It's called Alenu here at JM in the AM from the Prus Control album, which I think was known as uh, Prus Volume Number Four, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, before that, you heard the um, Ari Goldwag selection, Amechad, to open up the seven o'clock hour. Monday morning with 73 degrees, sunshine, and a high temperature of 90. Ohad joins us on Wednesday from Israel. We'll talk about his brand new album. That'll be done from Israel. And I think tomorrow also we have a special guest joining us. Am I right? If I'm not mistaken. Oh, yes. Yitzhak Saflis is scheduled to be here with a very important uh, Deer Shoe update here at JM&AM tomorrow morning. So we'll do that in the 8 o'clock hour tomorrow. I want to remind everybody that the uh, Shloshim Observance, in memory of uh, Rochi Shoritz, the founder of Sharsheret, happens on Tuesday, June the 30th, starting at 8 p.m. at the JCC on the Palisades in Tenafly, New Jersey. Information, go to sharsheret.org. That is sharsheret.org. AFSI announced, I saw this yesterday for the first time, and there are a lot of different sponsoring organizations, as you can imagine, uh, that on July 22nd, it's a month from today, essentially. It's not a Wednesday, but a month meaning you know, the 22nd of July. On July 22nd, Wednesday, 5.30 p.m., just checking what that is on the Jewish calendar. What is July 22nd? Is that right before Tisha B'Av? Yeah, it's right in the middle of the nine days. Right in the middle of the nine days. An appropriate time. Uh, Times Square, 42nd Street, 7th Avenue, on July the 22nd, beginning at 5.30, a, stat, a Stop Iran Now Rally for Peace Through Strength for America and for Humanity. Uh, information, you can go to uh, stopiranrally.org, stopiranrally.org. There's also on Twitter, at stopiranrally, and the uh, hashtag stopiran. So you can check all that out. By the way, on a lighter note, or on a more entertaining note, I found out yesterday, and I guess the word is starting to spread, that Maccabi Tel Aviv is coming back. The basketball team, Maccabi, is coming back to the United States to play at Madison Square Garden against the team from Italy. Um, it's happening on Sunday, October the 4th. Hey, I wonder what that is in the Jewish calendar. <laughs> We're doing a lot of looking up here. Uh, Sunday, October the 4th. I don't think this calendar goes all the way to October 4th. Um, starting at 12.30 p.m. at Madison Square Garden. Uh, I think it's being called Euro Classic Basketball. Euro Classic Basketball. And I guess it is, uh, I, I assume it's going to be an exhibition game. I don't think it's an official European League game or anything like that. Anyway, so that's happening on the uh, 4th of October. New York City. Oh, it's Cholomoid. Is that Cholomoid or is that Yuntif? Oh, gosh. Figures I'd figure it out in... Oh, no, it's not. I apologize. It's not Yuntif. It's Erev Yuntif. It's Erev Yuntif. Hoshana Rabbah Afternoon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Hoshana Rabbah Afternoon, October 4th, starting at 12.30 p.m. Hmm. That's interesting. That is interesting. Uh, anyway, so Maccabi is going to be playing a team from Italy Sunday, October 4th. And um, uh, Ticketmaster has tickets to that. And uh, I guess there are other ways as well. To Probably groups and stuff are going to be selling tickets. We'll talk about it as we get closer here at JM in the AM. 17 minutes after 7 o'clock. 
More coming up, including this brand new one from uh, Aaron Razel.
Amazing. The recording comes from a June 7th uh, wedding at the uh, Waldorf Astoria with the Iron Titlebaum Orchestra, Shlomi Daskal, Yedidim Jr., Yisrael Lam, the incredible orchestra. And it was it was amazing being there uh, that evening. And then last night, again, I had the opportunity to hear Shlomi Daskal lead that amazing and incredible, and I mean incredible, uh, selection. Last night, the wedding of um, Katie Pizer and Deshane Safer. Took place at the uh, uh, took place at the Pierre in New York City last evening. Mazal Tov to Shane and his parents, Jacqueline Martin Safer from Lido Beach, and a special Mazal Tov as well to Katie and to uh, Barry and Elliot Pizer of Great Neck. Uh, it was just an incredible celebration, absolutely beautiful wedding, and to both families we say a very special Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM and Aaron Teitelbaum and Yisrael Lamb and Mutti J and uh, <laughs> and Shlomi Daskal and um, Yumi Lowy and Avi Peretz and everybody who was part of the big Simcha last night joins me in wishing a very special Mazal Tov. Incredible venue at the Pierre Hotel and incredible sound in that chuppah room for that amazing selection. JM in the AM. Before that, Aaron Razel with Hine Stavavar. You heard Michal Przanski in there. 7.30 in the morning on a Monday, Rabbi David Gold. Oh, do we have to, uh, to make sure we have Rabbi Goldwasser ready to roll here? Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. It says in Breshis, Nase Adam Bitsalmenu Kidmusenu. Let us make man in our image. The great Goyen Rabbi Vigdor Miller says that a person is created in the image of Hashem. This is the foundation of two ideas. One, Godless Adam, the glory of man. And two, Choyvah Adam, the responsibility of man. Godless Adam is the Iker Yisod or the main foundation of Torah, the glory of man. Responsibility is alluded to in the word selim, which denotes shadow, tzel. Just as the shadow faithfully imitates the motions, so too man is expected to imitate Hashem. It says in Breshis, Vayara lokim es kol Hashem saw all that was done, v'hinei toiv ma'od, and it was very good. So too, Man should view all of the phenomena he sees in the world to see the good and to thank Hashem. Man is a reminder of the Borei Olam, of the Creator. The nobility of the human face is intended as a testimonial to Hashem. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky once said, 
that there was a motion among the board of directors in Yeshiva Tarvadas. They wanted to install a time clock to monitor the time that the Rebbeim were coming to the Yeshiva. They asked Rabbi Yaakov his feelings concerning this. Rabbi Yaakov answered, How dare we install a time clock? What do you think they are? Factory workers? Not that there's anything wrong with being a factory worker. It's a decent and honest way of earning a living. But a factory worker works from 9 to 5, then goes home and doesn't think about his job until the next morning. And that's all fine. Not so a Rebbe. When he goes home, he has to think about his Talmidim. He may even lose sleep over one boy's problem. He could stay up late into the night preparing shear for the next day. If he oversleeps the next day and he comes a little bit late to yeshiva, is it because of personal negligence or indulgence? Not at all. It's out of his devotion and heartfelt dedication to his Talmidim. There is no place for a time clock in the yeshiva. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
David Perlman and company. That's uh, from the CD Miracles and Modani here at JM in the AM. Monday morning broadcast with 73 degrees, sunshine, and a high temperature of 90.1. Wow, imagine that. From Divorce has their fourth annual Shabbaton coming up. The uh, the um, weekend, the Shabbaton, is entitled Focus on the Future. And the program includes some amazing and incredible presenters. Uh, with us live via telephone is uh, renowned Shadchan and From Divorce board member Bela Sebrow. Uh, to discuss the July 4th weekend coming up in Westchester, New York. Bela Sebrow, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Good morning, Nachman, and thank you for this opportunity and having me on as a guest on your show again. A pleasure. Is Has this been a good season for you? Have there been a lot of your uh, matches that have been getting married during this June season, or it's been an average season for you? Oh, this is, you know, there's no average. Um, it's <laughs> People are constantly getting married, thank God, and that's a good thing. Um, but we still have lots of singles who need to get married, and, you know, this is a job that never ends. Um, but we are so very excited about our upcoming July 4th weekend. Uh, this, this weekend especially, although all our weekends have been great, this one is so amazing. We have a fabulous lineup of speakers and entertainment, and as wonderful as our other weekends have been, and those who have attended previously know so, uh, this time, the people who will be joining us are in for a real treat. We have lots of cute additions to this weekend, which we have not done before, and I guarantee everyone will have loads of fun. All right, so let's start with this. I, I, I want to get to the uh, the lineup in terms of speakers before we get to all the different things you've added, but we should start with who, for, who is this weekend for? Who should be heading to this uh, Renaissance Westchester Hotel for July 4th weekend to be part of the From Divorce event. Okay, so this weekend um, is is for divorced people and those who are open to uh, meeting others who have been divorced. Okay. The, uh, um, p- people are obviously not bringing their children with them. They are bringing their children. Oh, they are bringing are, Yes, yes, we have babysitting services available. The kids have a great time. I have to tell you that the kids don't want to leave. And from our previous weekends, we said the parents have to literally drag the kids to leave. <laughs> They're having such a great time. And we, we make sure everyone is enjoying themselves. It's not just the parents, but the people as well. It's, it's, it's a place for all those who join to have fun, to enjoy, to relax in a warm, nurturing environment. Very nice. All right, so everybody uh, gets an opportunity to come and enjoy. Now, the, as you alluded to, the list of speakers, before we get to other uh, aspects of the event, the list of speakers is pretty amazing. Rabbi, yes. Rabbi Pesach Krohn, Rebetzin Esther Jungreis, Dr. Mm-hmm. David Pelkovitz, Dr. Professor Faye Zakheim. We're talking about an, an unbelievable lineup oh, right yeah. off the bat. Oh, yeah, top of the line, absolutely. And, each and these are not just speakers, but they're warm, and, and people react so well to, to 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 how they speak to them, and they just they they walk over to these people feeling that okay these are not speakers that are speaking down at them and to them but with them the speakers understand who the guests are and what they need and they become friends during the weekend. It's it's amazing to to watch how the speakers relate to to the guests in the elevator and the hallway and the lobby. And this is why people flock. This is one of the many reasons why people flock from divorce. It is pretty amazing. And um, and you'll be there. Judy Bodner will be there. You're both known as really effective 
uh, open, meaning open to many different ideas. Shadchanim, uh, I mean, you're, you, you've been out there, you've been very successful. Uh, people should not think that situations are hopeless. People should not think Absolutely that... Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, no. I mean, they're going to meet someone like... People, you, meet, people, people understand that, that our mission, then the concept of the mission and, and the weekend itself is for, is for people, it's designed for people to understand that this is an opportunity to give them, give those who have been through so much difficulty, heartache, and sadness the chance to rejuvenate, to spiritually rejuvenate. It's an opportunity for those who are attending to realize that life is not over and a divorce is not the end, but rather a new beginning in life. Right. Can oh. be. Tell me about some of the unique aspects. So many of these weekends take place. Obviously, this is a, a little bit different than what many of us are used to, this being uh, specifically for from divorced people in our community. Uh, it's the fourth year, by the way, this is being done, so people shouldn't yes. think it's a brand-new concept. It's a well-tested one. Uh, yes. and, and obviously, special guest speakers are always part of weekends like that. But what other elements have you added to make this even more exciting? Well, we have uh, two amazing comedians and a few other surprises that, we, we'd rather not say until people join. Uh, it, it, this one, this one is going to top all the others. As amazing as the others have been, this one will really top it off. I mean, I mean, have the comedians been asked to address the the situation that people there are in, or not necessarily? Well, well, the comedians are aware um, of the audience they will be addressing, and they they're very they're very funny, and <laughs> they, they know they know how to speak to the audience in the right way. No one, no one feels, no one who sits there feels that they're being stigmatized. See, that's, that's the difference. You know, divorce has gone up. It's gone up. It's gone up in, in, not just in the secular world, but it has gone up all over. But, you know what? The stigma is still there. And that just does not go away. Right. But when people join cancer, just from divorce, or any other, other events, they feel this is the place where they're understood. We have on staff experts and volunteers who provide support groups, community lectures, and popular events such as the upcoming weekend and our monthly events to help Jewish parents and children overcome the panic and trauma that divorce unfortunately brings about. It's a loss. Divorce is a loss. And, you know, it's Life is never the same. Life is never, never the same after a divorce. Have you had you know? have you had shaduchim people who met at this weekend? Yes, yes, we have. So kids, yeah. so kids at this weekend may meet their step parent without realizing it. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> that's a possibility. But they're kept entertained with counselors. You know, it's 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 done in a way. We we create the weekends in a way where you know they they don't feel like okay, so. Yeah, we're here so we could meet our new mommy and daddy. It's, <laughs> it's not like that. Yeah, no, I understand. It's I wasn't done a, a very, very. Cool I thing. wasn't alluding to the fact. I just thought it's <laughs> ironic that that possibly could happen. Um, included in the weekend is a uh, July third barbecue. Yeah. Uh, there's, as you mentioned, kids program and babysitting. Uh, information's pretty easy. You can go to the website fromdivorce.org. Fromdivorce.org. Does the organization do other things besides this weekend? Uh, we do monthly events. We have speakers. Uh, we have entertainment for kids uh, every Hanukkah and Purim. We we provide wonderful, wonderful entertainment for the children, and we have hundreds and hundreds of children who join. You know, from divorce is, is an organization. It, it, 
it, this is this is a mind-boggling thing, Nachman. I have to tell you, From Divorce is an organization which started three years ago and has grown by leaps and bounds. We have today over 1,900 members and over 3,800 people who have attended our events over the past three years. That includes the monthly events that I'm talking about. How many people are going to be at the Shabbaton? Well, we expect to have about 300 people, if not more. Wow. And we are almost sold out. Already? Yeah, but there's a good reason for it. There's a good reason. People hear about from divorce, and they flock from all over. So what is it about from divorce that has people flocking from, from everywhere? I mean, I'm not just talking about people who live in the tri-state area or even out-of-state, which we have tremendous numbers from, but even abroad. Nachum, people travel from overseas to attend our events. Wow. There's a reason for it. There's a very good reason for it, because we are different. From Divorce was created to help guide people through the maze of the divorce process, to answer any questions they have. It's a scary place to be in. If people get married, they stand under the chuppah thinking, you know, like the, the, the fairy tale, and they live happily ever after. Most couples stand under the chuppah. You look at the faces of a, a husband and colleague, you just see, they just have the look, we're going to live happily ever after. But unfortunately for many, marriage is not a fairy tale. Divorce rates all over the world are going up year after year. Yeah, no question. And it's very about sad. It's very sad. From the... We don't make people feel that they're in a sad place. We make them understand that they're in a supportive environment where they can heal and feel comfortable about moving on in life. And that's the key, Nachum, moving on in life. Yeah. We're not there to say, oh, okay, you're in a bad place, you're in a bad place. That's not what we're about. We're there to validate what they're going through. We're there to give them the support, but also to make them feel that, hey, I can get up now. I can make a life for myself. You're more concerned about today and tomorrow than you are about yesterday. Exactly. Yesterday is gone. From Divorce, fourth annual Shabbaton is entitled Focus on the Future. People like amazing lecturers like Rai Pesach Krohn, Rabbi Sinestra Jungreis, Dr. David Pelkovitz, Dr. Faye Zakheim, uh, amazing and incredible Shadchanim, Bela Sebrow and Judy Bodner. Comedians Lenny Marcus and Eric Newman and chair of the event, Naomi Klasmauer, our wonderful friend from the Jewish Press. They're all going to be together up at the Renaissance in Westchester the July 4th weekend. Information, very simple, fromdivorce.org, fromdivorce.org. You can also use their email account, which is fromdivorce at gmail.com, fromdivorce at gmail.com. Bela, anything else? I want to thank you again for giving me the opportunity and giving from divorce the opportunity for people to understand. And for those who have not heard about us, although most people have, there are still those who have not. And this is a wonderful opportunity for those to become more aware of what's out there for them so they don't sit home thinking, oh, my God, life is over. You know, how are we going to go on? People will understand there's a place for them to go. It's a wonderful weekend that's coming up. And we urge those who have not made reservations and would like to make reservations and those who are hearing about from the board for the first time to please join and give yourself the chance to rejuvenate and understand that, you know what, life is not over. It's the, just beginning. The goal is to increase happiness and decrease loneliness. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah. 
Thank you, yes. Bela. Good luck for this weekend. Looks like it's going to be an amazing one. Thank you so yes, much for thank joining you us. So much again. It's July fourth, everybody. That's the July fourth weekend up at the Renaissance in Westchester. Focus on the future with the folks from From Divorce. Information from Divorce dot org. From Divorce dot org. Eleven minutes before eight o'clock. It's a JM in the AM. What is today? Monday morning. <laughs> it's only Monday. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, Monday morning broadcast as we head back to school and back to work. Here's Nachas. Ani mami piemuna piemuna shlehima bevias bevias hamoshia. Ani mami piemuna piemuna shlehima bevias bevias hamoshia. Via falpi, she is mamea in cose. Via falpi, she is mamea in cose.
Maishi Menlowitz with the Nostalgia album that's called Soul Stirring, that medley. Ani Mamin done by Nachas before that. Three minutes after 8 o'clock, it's a Monday, and it's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. 
Want to take this opportunity and wish a mazal tov to the honorees of the American Friends of Ateret Kaanim Dinner, the Jerusalem Chai Dinner, celebrating 36 years of the great critical work of Ateret Kaanim. It's happening tonight at Terrace on the Park in Queens, New York. Guests of honor include Mark and Naomi Rubin of Lawrence, New York, Mati and Etya Dan of the Old City of Jerusalem, and a special tribute to founders D. Bernard and Ann Honig of Far Rockaway, New York. It'll be a very special evening tonight. If you haven't gotten your reservations in, uh, make sure to do so. JerusalemChai.org slash dinner. JerusalemChai.org slash dinner. 212-216-9270. for information. So that's the Jerusalem Chai dinner for tonight. Reminder, the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten follows JM and the AM on jmtheam.org. You can also tune in on the NSN app. And today, the Israel Show reports on the culture war being fought between Israel's left and right. As Israel's ambassador to the U.S., Michael Oren, is an eyewitness to many of the events that led up to the strained relationship between President Obama and Prime Minister Netanyahu. In his recent Wall Street Journal article, he gives a peek behind the curtain. It is but a prelude to the sparks that will fly tomorrow with the release of his new book. And as part of the Israeli music mix, the Israel show debuts Udi Davidi's brand new song, A Celebration of the State of Israel and the Process of Geulah. Tune in right after JM and the AM. Again, jmtheam.org or the NSN app. And make sure to like the Israel show Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel show. Hey, I want to wish a mazel tov to Jamie Rohr and uh, Yoi Turkel. They're getting married tonight. We say mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Jamie's an amazing uh, NSN staff member. The wedding is this evening. So uh, to Yoi and Jamie, we say mazel tov. And, of course, to their families from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, Baruch Hashem, we get to share some great news. Sunshine today with a high temperature of 90.1. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 73. Afternoon thunderstorms for tomorrow with a high of 95 degrees. You shall lie at 80. We're at 73 right now. Miami is next at JM in the AM.
It's from the brand new project Relax, Baruch Levine, Simcha Liner together on that Yochi Briskman presentation here at JM in the AM. Before that, you heard that brand new selection that was produced by uh, Ari Goldwag. 
sung by Effie Green. It's called Nachamu. Uh, before that, Yerachmiel begun Miami Boys Choir with Ut Ut. That's the title track to that Miami album. Monday morning broadcast. It's JM and the AM. The book, the book is called Can I Wear My Kippa on Job Interviews? Career Guidance for Sabbath Observant Jewish Professionals. Lavi Margolin is the co-author of the book. He's a career coach and author of Winning Answers to 500 Interview Questions, which is an Amazon bestseller. His role as a job search advisor is to act as a helping hand to job seekers on the Lion Cub Job Search website. He's been quoted for his expertise in multiple media outlets available for public speaking and group facilitation. Uh, and he is a co-author of the book, Can I Wear My Kipa on Job Interviews. Lavi Margolin, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning to you. Strange title. I would think maybe it should be, should I wear my kippa? Or, uh, you know, something like, but can I wear my kippa? I mean, I would think that that's really up to the individual to decide, right? Right. And um, that's, that's the ultimate answer. But in working as a career coach for about 13 years and um, with a strong basis in working with uh, Sabbath-observing Jewish professionals, that was often the question that would come up. Um, people just wanted to know if it was a good idea to uh, to wear their kippah in interviews. And really, like you mentioned, it's up to the individual. Uh, they should speak to the rabbi and, and find their level of comfort. But what I said ultimately is that you need to consider how you're going to act on the job. Right. Um, see, see now, now the tone of the of the title makes even more sense to me because they're coming to you and saying, look. You know, I know, I don't know much about the environment that I'm about to interview in. You do. You're much more, you know, you're much more familiar with the different environments out there. Uh, so they're asking, you know, what would you suggest? You think it's a good idea to either wear a kippah or not, to act in this way or that way? I mean, I guess there's a lot of little nuances that you could, uh, guide people with. Right. Um, the most important thing is not to surprise the employer to have open communication. For example, some people might consider acting one way on the interview, but acting a little bit different on the job. Mm. You want to make sure that things are consistent. So if you're going to wear a kippah on the job, you should wear one on the interview. And especially if you're going to ask for special accommodations, um, you want to start that conversation early, and you don't want to surprise anyone. Yeah. And the kippah, I guess, is the is the mo- most interesting question because there's a lot of a lot of leeway, depending on who you speak to. There's a, a lot of wiggle room, so to speak. When it comes to, you know, Shabbos observing, nobody's going to tell you to stay, you know, later than you can. Uh, but I guess if you would consult with a rabbi or any type of uh, rabbinic authority when it comes to kippah and other customs like that, you know, things are a little different. Right. And we had the book reviewed by five rabbis from a variety of spectrums, and we still said you have to check with your own rabbi. Mm. I remember when I was younger... Um, going to the train station and being surprised of somebody that worked in business that actually had a rabbinic background not wearing their kippah. So for the first time, it kind of put on my radar that there are a lot of gradations and there's no specific right answer. It depends on the person and uh, their background. Yeah, I have friends who have not worn kippot in certain non-Jewish work environments and have worn kippot in other non-Jewish work environments. Right. You want to... Um, do what's comfortable for you, and, and you really have to understand the environment. Sometimes um, it's not an issue at all, which um, is, is really helpful in the New York market, but other times you don't want to be painted in a corner and um, have a difficult time 
getting out of that. So in certain circumstances, you really have to consider the situation. So I assume that outside the New York area, it's a much bigger problem that it's, uh, that, that most work environments have some level of discomfort or that's not necessarily the case? I think um, there's definitely an education um, component needed outside of you know the major metropolitan areas outside LA and Chicago and so on. I don't think um, you know on average there's a negative perspective to it. I think it just um, requires more education. New York is just uh, a more diverse area. Right. Um, it, it must. Be, you must be in a tough spot because you might advise someone one way or the other, and they might get or not get. That job, I don't want to say specifically because of, you know, the way you guided them, but there's no question, even though you can't read someone's mind, but there's no question that every little one of these things and all the different things that people find out about the Sabbath observing crowd, uh, you know, could play a role in whether that job, you know, whether someone gets that job or not. Right. Um, the most important thing that we do, not only in the book, but also meeting with people and presenting is to present the information and empower someone to feel that they have a good handle on things, and then they can make the decision for themselves. Right. The people who are leaving the Jewish work environment after a long stretch of time and going into the, you know, into the regular workforce, so to speak, however you want to refer to it, that must be a really tough transition. It's, it's an education aspect. I think, you know, both environments have their pluses and challenges. One of the most important things that we focus on is not so much the dress, although that's important, right. but really having that open communication with the employer. Um, you know, we require a lot of days to take off depending on the year for holidays. Uh, Shabbos is always uh, early six months a year and really having that conversation and don't leave it out there as a big question mark <laughs> or even surprising the employer once you're on the job or once um, September rolls around, but to have those conversations because there's a lot of ways to make things work and the earlier that you discuss that, the better. Let them know that there's such a holiday called Sukkis. <laughs> let, them, <laughs> let them know there are going to be many weeks in a row where you have to leave by the latest three o'clock, right? Right, uh, and there's a lot of other things as well. Uh, let them know. Let them know that you might or might not participate in certain uh, parties and dinners and client gatherings that take place. That also must be a big issue. Right, and we we address that pretty extensively in the book. Um, a lot of different ways that you can approach um, the dining experience, where you might even get involved in the planning stages of where the holiday party will be, and kind of steer it a little bit more towards an environment where you can eat or do early reconnaissance to the um, restaurant to see if there's anything that um, can be prepared right. depending on your comfort level um, and background that you can eat, or even if there's just no way, no how, how you can address that situation. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, there's just there's so many things. You address a lot of topics. Chapters in the book include um, seeking work in the observant community, challenging work scenarios for Sabbath observance, what to wear, the handshake and touch, is that kosher, right? Just the just the kosher's environment in the office itself is always an issue, right? Right. Um, from from the office uh, microwave yeah. to uh, there's always a birthday party, especially <laughs> if you're in a larger environment. So how do you approach that? Too? There's always some reason for someone to order in lunch for everybody. That's right. Right. I, I think of an episode of Seinfeld where um, a couple times a day there was uh, somebody singing Happy Birthday. <laughs> right. Um, so there's a lot, a lot of good questions here. The book is called "Can I Wear My Keep On Job Interviews: Career Guidance for Sabbath Observant Jewish Professionals," written by Lavi Margolin and Rachel Margolin. 
And uh, we highly recommend that people consider these, you know, uh, consider these questions, especially as you enter the workforce. You know, um, I uh, sometimes um, uh, uh, facing uh, uh, criticism for it. I regard uh, people who are able to uh, continue um, their the, the strength and the um, the the um, uh, their their observance in secular environments to be heroes. I really do. I think those are some of the truest heroes we have among our people. I mean, I could cite for you many examples of people who you know specifically listen to Jewish music. So they want to stay you know in a Jewish mental environment, so to speak, throughout their day and. Uh, and you know who have great challenges on a on a regular basis, whether it's with the eating or or meeting or or Shabbos observance, etc. I, I think these are heroic efforts that people are undertaking on a regular basis. Right. I think how can you be a light upon nations if no one else sees you? Right. You have to get the light out there. Yeah. So um, you can really do tremendous good and. You know, uh, everyone has perceptions about people that they haven't met from different backgrounds. So the more you can get out there and show positive impressions to people, I think it'll just help everyone overall. All right. Where can people get the book? They could just go to Amazon.com. Just type in, can I wear my coupon job interviews? You can get the print book. Or if you like reading on the Kindle, you can pick up a copy there, too. All right, simple as that. And obviously, as you mentioned earlier, in addition to reading the book and coming away with these great concepts and ideas and suggestions and, and a lot of items to think about, one should consult with their local rabbi, uh, someone they trust, in order to get uh, uh, you know some, some final say, so to speak, on many of these issues. Right, and if you want to come out and hear me on uh, Tuesday, June 30th at 8 p.m., I'm going to be at the Young Israel um, Stanford which is sponsored by the Young Israel and Congregation Agudat Shalom. And on Sunday, July 12th at 10 a.m., I'll be at the Lido Beach Synagogue. All right, very nice. And people can hear you speak about these topics, I assume. Yes, and pick up a copy of, a book, of the book if they'd like. All right, Lavi Margolin, he's got the uh, speaker's tour going, the 30th of uh, June at the Young Israel Stamford, the 12th of July at the Lido Beach Synagogue. You can get the book on Amazon. It's called Can I Wear My Keep On Job Interviews? And my thanks to Willie Hoffman and everybody at the Joel Paul Group. They highly recommend it, and now I see for very good reason that we speak to Lavi on the air and get people thinking about these topics. Thanks so much. Continued good luck to you. Thank you so much. Monday morning broadcast. It's JM in the AM. Skips a beat, knocks you gently off your feet. It's not thunder, it's your cries. When the news comes inside, and you just want to run and hide, it's not thunder, it's your cries. And your cries were not in vain. Small tears, they link into a golden chain Pulling down the walls that divide us Alele, alele, ani barchiyon Sora rivka rachel and leon Now the tears are in your eyes
kačajni vijazoj, Kachena is brand new from Mutti Ilowitz here at JM in the AM. Ellie Beer before that with Zehashem. You heard of Remy Roth with Uvo Chulam. An eighth day had tears to open up that set here at JM in the AM. Uh, I want to take this opportunity to thank our friends at OnlySimchas.com. Uh, they, they have become, only Simchas has become an amazing resource, not just for Smachot, not just for all the great Simchas that are going on out there, but uh, they have some incredible video content from around the world as well. I see they posted the Benny Friedman Toda music video that just came out. They have the Jay Leno interview in Israel that was just uh, released. Um, so they're doing great work both on the Simcha angle and on the... Uh, uh, Jewish news angle from around the world. So big shout out to OnlySimchas.com. We thank them. And speaking of Simchas, Mazel Tov going out to uh, Jamie Rohr and uh, Yoi Turkel. Their wedding tonight, Bezrat Hashem. We say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. And these rumors that are flying that JM in the AM is going to be hitting the road soon, uh, it seems to have materialized. Uh, there are people very close to us who very much want us to travel to Houston, Texas in the aftermath of the... Uh, Disaster of three weeks ago, the big flood, Matzei Shvuas, and um, and see if there's anything that the worldwide Jewish community can do to help the uh, community of Houston, Texas. So it looks like right at the beginning of July, Bezrat Hashem, we will be doing that, and uh, we're making the arrangements, and uh, we'll be heading down to Houston, Texas for at least one edition of JM in the AM, and uh, hopefully our audience will be able to uh, step forward and help a little bit in that regard. And a big thank you to those who felt it important enough for us to help to to head down and uh, to get up and go, so to speak, as I like to say, uh, when there are Jewish communities that are in need. So that will be happening at the beginning of July. Details to follow, of course. J.M. the A.M., our good friend Abe Biederman is with us live via telephone. When Abe is on, uh, usually a Shuvu dinner is taking place or some type of major Shuvu event. Shuvu, of course, has been at the forefront of Jewish education for Jews in the former Soviet Union and other places as well in Israel uh, over the last 20-plus years. And Shuvu, and the reason that Abe is with us, the uh, chairman of Shuvu, um, on June the 22nd is because they have chosen today for a very, very important crowdfunding event. Every single dollar, apparently, every single dollar that's raised starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time today on the 22nd of June is going to be multiplied by four. A. Biederman, chairman of Shuvu, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachem, and thank you for being such a good friend now for 25 years. Wow. This is actually our 25th anniversary wow. coming up. And uh, you've been there with us from the beginning. Watch us grow from uh, a tiny organization with uh, two trailers to uh, <laughs> a system with schools and 23 cities, 64 schools, tens of thousands of children benefiting throughout the years. And it's for people like you who have made it happen by giving us the opportunity to get the word out all over the world, and particularly here in the United States where a large part of our donor base is. Well, I appreciate so. that. Is this the case? Is, is this the case that every time someone donates after 11 a.m. 
Eastern Time this morning. There are three groups of people, each of whom is ready to match that donation. Yes, absolutely. There are three donors, uh, and you can see their names on the website. Uh, each one has committed $400,000 to this campaign, wow. and we have to match that with an additional 400000 from the general public, and every dollar will be matched four to, three to one. No, it's all together. It will be four to one. Right. And the important thing is is that if we don't reach the goal, then the whole campaign fizzles out, and we lose the whole opportunity. So it's $400,000 or bust, and so we really have to raise that $1.6 million in the next 24 hours, it's going to be a challenge. Um, we have a lot of friends who are trying to help, and we hope your listeners will be among them. It's a very unique opportunity to quadruple your gift. Right. And, uh, Baruch Hashem, we've had many successes with uh, Shuvu donors that have listened to JM and AM, and we hope they will again today and start contributing starting at 11 by credit card. You have to go on a, a website called charity.com. That's charity with a D, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y, dot com, and they will be able to contribute, and every dollar they contribute with a credit card will be matched automatically uh, with another $3, and so the goal is to raise $1.6 million in 24 hours, which is a lot of money, but our budget today is over $25 million, so we definitely could use the money, and uh, it will give us enormous opportunity because in addition to immigrants from the former Soviet Union, we are now seeing an influx of immigrants from France, where, of course, there is so much anti-Semitism that people are fleeing. And when they come to Israel, they're coming to Shuvu schools. All right. Um, first of all, a, once they go to that website, right, people want to give. They want their 50 bucks to become 200. They want their... Uh you know, they want their uh, 180s to, to, to be worth 720, et cetera, et cetera. Once they go to charity.com, charity with a D, after 11 a.m., will it become, will it be obvious to them? Will the, the campaign be right there on the homepage? Absolutely. You'll be able, once you get there, you'll be able to see it and you'll be able to know exact, follow the instructions. It's very easy and you'll be able to, uh, contribute without any, Bus, and it will be very clear to what's happening, and you'll also see immediately the impact of your donation, because as you put in, whatever you're putting in, whether it's $100, you'll see it registers as $400. It's pretty amazing. So it's really an, a wonderful opportunity for everybody to help and quadruple their gift. You know, Abe, you've been involved in matching campaigns in the past, and you've had dinners where people have said, you know, we'd like to match whatever you raise in this period of time or through this event, etc. But th this is unique. This is something that's just, uh, it's amazing how so many people around the world want to take place, want to take part, how so many people, including your donor base, you know, you, you have three people, three individuals who are willing to do this. You know, normally it's difficult to find one. In this case, you have three who are willing to support an effort like this. It's incredible when and the word gets out just how many people want to participate. Now, Baruch Hashem, we have some very loyal donors over the decades. And this is the first time we've actually had a 4-to-1 match. We've right. had 2-to-1 matches in the past, but we've never had a 4-to-1 match campaign. And this is a unique one-day, 24-hour opportunity starting in just about two hours. You know, what's interesting is that A. Biederman, the chairman of Shuvu, is with us on June 22nd. And I say it's interesting, A, because you and I, together for many years, emphasized how important everyone thinks that, you know, schools, so it's only important September through June. You and I, for many years, emphasized how important the months of July and August are for the Shuvu system. Explain to people why it's so vital this time of year. Well, first of all, we're preparing for the upcoming school year. We have a whole bunch 
of uh, new children coming in. We have to make we have about thirty new classes that we have to uh, fund and uh, get the teachers and the staffing and and of course the buses and the lunches and the classrooms. So that is all something that's going to be ready. We have to prepare now for the beginning of the new school year. And we run summer camps for thousands of children. Right. Uh, these are day camps. We run for thousands and thousands of children who otherwise would be in the streets and uh, would have nothing to do, and you know, it's a recipe for no good, of course. No question about it. I was, of course, alluding to the summer camps, as you just mentioned, and uh, very often in past years you would tell us two, three, four hundred dollars per camp or whatever it might be for the couple of weeks that they're in camp. So now people have an opportunity to give 50 bucks or to give a hundred dollars or 180 and, and literally cover one or many more students for these few summer right. weeks. One hundred dollars will cover a child in the day camp for the month of July, which is a tremendous cost. Because it, most of the children are coming from not religious homes. They don't have kosher food at home. And you're giving them a chance to keep observance of mitzvahs and keep up with everything they learn over the winter months, over oh, the summer as well. And $100 will make, give us $400 and let us do that. So, Tavalech and Bracha, whoever who's able to participate. So it's a win, 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 as we say in the four to one world. Uh, this goes for 24 hours, meaning 11 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. It'll be closed. Absolutely. All right, so 24 hours, everybody has an opportunity to give to Shuvu. It starts at 11 o'clock this morning. We'll remind everybody, of course, uh, as we get closer and closer to the deadline tomorrow morning, uh, a golden opportunity to raise a total of $1.6 million in 24 hours because there are three people who are ready to match anything that is raised in these 24 hours starting at 11 a.m. this morning, which means 400000 is the magic number to make this an effective crowdfunding campaign. Charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com. We'll have all the information starting at 11 o'clock this morning. Abe, I wish you a lot of luck into the entire Shuvu system. Hopefully this will give everybody there a big boost. Thank you very much for everything you do for Klaustro, including Shuvu, but for well, so many, many wonderful organizations. You're a real treasure. I greatly appreciate that, and I hope that this is a major success. Abe Biederman, chairman of Shuvu, 24 hours. Can the folks who admire the work of Shuvu around the world, in Israel, but meaning the folks from around the world who admire the work of Shuvu, can they raise or contribute $400,000 in 24 hours? We'll find out. Starts at 11 o'clock this morning. JM and the AM wrapping up on Monday. Don't forget the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten is on the way. The Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten is going to be on starting at uh, 9 a.m. Eastern time on our stream at jmandtheam.org. And the NSN app will close things out with Project Relax at JM and the AM. Hashem, 
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listen to sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmdm.org. Wraps up a great Monday here at JM in the AM. Tomorrow we're back starting at 6 a.m. Mayor Weingarten next with The Israel Show. Make sure to like The Israel Show Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. You can tune in on jmtheam.org or the NSN app and enjoy all through the day our amazing programming. Uh, make sure to uh, be tuned in all day long. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.